Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Chickens are weird! Alright y'all, welcome back to the Irons World Podcast. It's your boy DJ Iron One. Thank you, boy Diff You. And today we got a special guest in the building. My guy JD, local Portland DJ. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, man. Glad to have you here, man. I know we're doing things a little differently right now. My guy Tevin had to run back home to the East Coast for some family things. But you know, he's technically still here on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here in spirit. I'm on another couch. You feel me? Facts, 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 hey, facts. Same, same, but different. Yeah. What up, people? What up, world? Yeah, man. This is so weird. I ain't gonna lie. It's so different. We shooting an episode right now, and I'm not there, but I'm still there. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this man. is crazy. Yeah, I've ne- I've I've never been on like a actual podcast or show or anything like that. So thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, bro. Hopefully this is this is this is you know what we do. We give people we share our platform to give other people a platform. You feel me? I ain't gonna lie. It feels kind of good. You know why? Why? What's up? Because I can do stuff like eat cookies and not have to worry about y'all hearing me eating on camera. I mean, we can kind of still kind of sort of hear <laughs> you. Can't, you can't hear the crunch of stuff all in the mic, though. I mean, it's true. That's true. That's true. It don't. It don't. It don't. Cause you know, technically, it's unprofessional to do that on camera and physically on, in the couch. But since I'm not there, it's kind of a luxury. <laughs> nah, I feel you. Yeah, man. But uh, shoot, I mean, I know most of me and me and me and my guy Diff. I'm trying. I was about to point over here, but you're not really there. But I mean, I guess you are technically here on screen. But me and my guy Diff are like pretty big in hip hop, and I know you're in the house. Oh yeah, I but I I grew up like mostly. I probably switched over playing house music probably like only probably only like probably two ish years ago. Before that, I only DJ hip hop, R and B. That's all I grew up listening to. So that's like the main thing. But I think the last like probably year or two. I've definitely been mostly focusing on like house music, techno, drum and bass, a bunch of. But honestly, I've been just kind of jumping between a bunch. We're of gonna things. have to share some some sounds because I know some heady stuff. Oh, listen, always down, always down. Yeah, nah. So. He, out, of, out of out of me and him, I say he listens to more of the eclectic out there stuff, and I just happen to stumble upon a lot of that stuff by happenstance just through being around him. Okay, bet, bet, bet. So yeah, I've been I've been digging deep because yeah, before like I I growing up like. I just thought EDM dance music was just like chain smokers. That was never really my whole vibe. Yeah, um, but um, recently, I don't know, I just kind of like, kind of fell into, got a little bit into disco maybe a couple years ago. That's crazy think, you said that because Tevin down there has been DJing, not DJing, but downloading a bunch of disco music as of late. Yeah, I got At least super- you were. I don't know like, if he's still been on the, on the disco tip or not, but he's been going back to like the eight, early '80s and like '70s and stuff, and just finding obscure stuff to like. Yeah, that's kind of like where. And stuff like that. Probably probably like, maybe like two or three summers you ago. You gotta pull up, bro, so we can do a club cribble session. Oh, for yeah, sure. No, facts. I got. I always. I. I thought. I brought, I brought my USB with me. I was ready. I didn't, I, I didn't know what was gonna happen today. <laughs> so I was. I don't spend vinyl. I that's a money sink. I don't know if I'm ready to commit myself to. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to actually like you know go all the way vinyl vinyl. You know, like I just know me. Like I'm like, as soon as I start, I I just know who I am. Like I know that's just gonna be like that's fair. Yeah, I'm just gonna really get into it, which I, I'm not against it, but eventually. But right now, 
I'm sticking to all digital. But yeah, a couple. It was like a couple summers ago where like I don't know. I think I was out somewhere and I heard someone playing like play like a full disco set, and I was like, yo, this is actually like. This is some I think shit. I think I think we can I could definitely yeah we gonna have to link up man yeah I was like this is some funky shit and then I started listening to them from disco they kind of like went to house and then from house and then just kind of progressed 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 and now I just played like a full like hard techno set maybe like a week or two ago uh, playing some drum and bass this weekend it's, yeah so now now I kind of like jump between a bunch of stuff um, which honestly it's fun it's cool. No, I feel you on that, man. I've been trying. I've been trying to get more into like the eclectic space, but I mean, the source I did have just recently, I found out doesn't work anymore because the moderator doesn't want to moderate it anymore. Damn! So it's like <laughs> I was able to use this source and like literally, like if I wanted to, any Spotify playlist, I could even build out my own Spotify playlist with like thousands of tracks. Just send the Spotify link to this source, and it would send me a zip file of literally all the music that was in that playlist. MP3, FLAC, whatever you want, whatever format. Oh, so, oh, that that's that that still exists. That's still alive and well. I can show you how to do that still. Hey, right, yo. if you got a new source, I'll definitely take it. Oh yeah, I got off for a second. Stop so, for a second. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. All right. You didn't announce the episode that we're at. Oh, it's episode forty-four. For everybody you know what I'm out saying? there, for, those, for, for the people <laughs> that don't know, for everybody out there, it's episode forty-four. I feel, like, I feel like because I'm not there right now. It's kind of throwing you off a little bit. I mean, it could be, but I mean, you know, you're here in spirit. You're still here, technically. So, yes, episode 44. Also, we jumped right into conversation, but how is y'all doing it? I mean, dang, oh, like. No, nah, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I've been all right. You know. <laughs> I feel like we just had an episode on Monday. So, I mean, between me and you, you know, we, we kind of, you know. But, you know, how are you I doing? I'm good, honestly. I've been. It's Wednesday, so I mean, how's your is, week going? Yeah, it's Middle Wednesday, week, halfway now. through the week. Um, my day job, I work as an accountant during the day, which is like mad random than what I do, like outside of out, like outside of work. So like, my days are just me sitting at a computer for like nine, ten hours, just cranking through Excel files. So it's not physically taxing, but mentally yeah, taxing. It's mentally taxing for sure, for sure. No, I feel you. I remember when you, I remember when you told, first told me you were an accountant. Uh, what was it like last week? I was like, what? I was expect. I was not expecting you to hit me with that. I was <laughs> expecting you to tell me you were like a graphic designer or something. Like, nah, nah, nah. Uh, my parents would not allow that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I work as an accountant. So I've been doing it for like probably like seven, eight years now. Um, okay. But yeah, and then outside of that, then I do. I run the radio station. Yeah, uh, same wave radio, and so we've been doing a bunch of planning and stuff for that this oh, week. Oh, you what radio so. station? So he has uh, a radio station called Same Wave Radio. Yeah. So, yeah, we can talk more about it, but yeah, it's like a local online radio station I started a couple years ago with some homies, and yeah, that's like kind of like what takes up my five to nine. So, so yeah, I stay I stay busy for sure, and I just always try to play at least a set. Every other week, that's what's or every up. two, every couple weeks. Yeah, so since you, I guess you brought up the same wave radio now at this point. So, I mean, I guess what made you, for real, for real, want to dive into owning and running your own radio station? Honestly, I think, so with the radio station, honestly, I feel like, I guess for me, like, I feel like I've always, like, I work as an accountant. I think the reason I became an accountant was, like, I've always knew there was, like, eventually I wanted to do my own thing. 
And in my mind, like become an accountant, like that's like the kind of the perfect skill to have if you're trying to run your own business. So, like, I, I, I'm I could, like, if you're trying to run your own business, like being an accountant, like kind of learning, that was like, that's like one of the, that was like a major I chose because like I knew eventually I wanted to kind of branch off and do my own thing. And okay. if I could do my own books, like that's going to save me mad money. And, Hell yeah. and I was just like kind of naturally good with numbers. So like, it was just like kind of all lined up. So like, it just made sense. Exactly. kind of just made sense. So like I eventually, so I always knew I wanted to do something. Uh, I DJed in college and also did work with like the uh, student radio station in uh, up at Oregon State as well. Okay. Um, so you went to OSU? Yeah, I went to Oregon State. Yeah, yeah. I okay. went, yeah, All right. yeah. All right. Um, so like, so when I, I when the pandemic hit, I had like just started kind of getting into the DJ scene and. I don't know. I think like I had really gotten into like things like NTS radio, like worldwide FM nudes radio and all those kind of like online radio station. And I was like, yo, I got, I'm like surrounded by so many like very, very talented DJs. Like I can create like a small version of this. Like, and this is like right at the beginning of a pandemic. So in my mind, I was like, all right, we're going to do this for like a, a month or two, the pandemic's gonna like blow over. It's so and crazy then... you said that, bro. I, thought, <laughs> I, I dead ass thought we were only going inside for like maybe yeah, like a month, a month or two exactly. at the so most, like, maybe three, three at the most. Exactly on I, the extreme side. I, I like we're gonna be back by like by like winter time would be good. So like yo, I started this radio station. Me and the homies like this is a way for us to like just just keep our skills sharp. Continue mm-hmm. like put out mixes every single week, and like we all wanted to keep doing that stuff. We also didn't want to do. Like we, none of us knew the whole video Twitch thing. So like, yo, straight audio, nice and easy. Um, this, this is this was a, a whole process. <laughs> he, could, he could tell you. Um, so then, pretty much, uh, we launched that thing in like 2020, um, and it was like probably just me and like just 10 homies, and like that's kind of like where it all started. Um, we like ran it for a year. The pandemic was going way longer than we expected, and at that point, I was just kind of just paying for everything out of pocket. Um, so at that point I was like, all right, how can we like make this thing a little bit more sustainable? So we pretty much took a break, spent that year, like became a nonprofit, got some things worked out. I brought a team around me to like, really like kind of help out more on the operations side. Mm-hmm. And then we relaunched in September, 2021, 2022. Okay. Um, so we just had like our one year anniversary last September of like being like official, official, like same way radio proper proper so yeah honestly it started so like let honestly, me ask you this man what's that what's what does that radio station consist of your segments and specials like what do you like to highlight and bring to the to the people on your station oh so like the station that i run is not necessarily just me like so right now we have like four we have 46 djs on the station so i pretty much i just i run the platform um, so I have like, yeah, pretty much 46, 45, 46 DJs on the station. Everyone has like either an hour, two hour time slot. Um, either pre-made mix or is it live? Uh, everyone right now, everyone does pre-recorded mixes. We started doing live when everything started, we did everyone live, but how until difficult we, was that to manage? Super pandemic, hard. Especially with the pandemic. Super hard. Like doing everything live was super hard to manage because like one, I like worked during the day. So like pretty much I couldn't schedule anything like before five o'clock cause I needed to be like around just in case someone fucked up like during a live show um so that made it super difficult Wait, so you guys are doing this out of like an actual studio space no so like during the pandemic right now 
we still aren't doing it out of the studio space. It's all remote. It's all online, all remote. So right now, everyone, people, people record at home. They send in their mixes like the day before the show. We get everything ready. We listen to it. Make sure you know, we do a little mix mastering, kind of like uh-huh. clean everything up. And then we upload it. And then, yeah, we, and then it goes live like the next day pretty much. Got you. I'm following. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Wave Radio. That's what it's called. Same, same Wave Radio. S-A-M-E-W-A-V-E. Yeah, I'll put his social media somewhere up here. And... If you go to his profile, you should be able to find. Yeah, definitely check I feel like it out. If I remember correctly, you should be. It's linked in your IG bio, right? Yeah, it's in my IG yeah. bio as well. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, yeah, we, we've been growing. I, like the thing, this first year was definitely us. Like the very, very, very first year, that was us just kind of just like messing around. Like we were just having a good time. This last year, when we relaunched, it was like just really getting our feet underneath us. Like underneath us, kind of like figuring out like exactly what this thing is. And I think this year is the year like we're really gonna. Oh, we got some cool shit in the work, so we're super, super excited. Um, but yeah, it keeps me busy, honestly. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, let me ask you this: Now, is it? Are you trying to go? Are you strictly music based, or are you trying to have like people on there for short dialogue? Or like, what's your what's your what's your goals? Like, what are you what are you trying to cover on the station? So on the station, like, I really run this thing like almost like almost like a youtube or a twitch where like i i pretty much curate the people who are on the station but i don't necessarily curate the content so there are people that pretty much do like mostly talk on the station who are like shows are pretty much talk for 30 minutes five minutes of music talk for another 25 five minutes of music and that's their show there are people who just do all music there's like honestly there's it's such like we have so, so you're many saying DJs. each person has their own segment exactly they do whatever they want segment. exactly each person has their own show yeah each person has their own individual now, show how long does these shows do these are these shows about time, are these show times pick with you do you guys control the show times or is this based upon what they want to do uh it's kind of a collaboration i guess like we have a schedule and then we kind of say hey what times would work best for you find people to fill in the schedule exactly exactly more or less um so like people will have like oh, all right this someone hey my show is every first monday at seven or someone else's my show is every other wednesday at five and it's like kind of like that and it fills out the schedule so everyone has like their own like defined monthly weekly bi-weekly time slot um and yeah, that's how, and we have still, yeah, and we're still like growing. I think the goal is to get to about a hundred DJs by the end of the year. So we're, we're cooking. <laughs> okay. That's what's up. I like, I like that, man. That sounds really cool. Thank you. I would Thank love you. to sit and, and chop it up with you and, and talk some ideas, man. Cause that's a, Aaron knows how I move. Like you going to something, man. I like that. Keep moving. Keep pushing. Yo, yeah. Going. It was, um, yeah, it's something special for sure. I think I've always been like. I don't know. I've always knew like I wanted to do something, and I think with same way that I finally found like the thing that I, like I'm trying to put the effort into. So um, I got a good group of people around me, and I'm just you know continuing meeting more and more people. So that's cool, man. It's been nothing, honestly, nothing but nothing but up and up, and we've been throwing a bunch of events, um, and we got more and more coming. So we're just branching out, doing more things. So same wave radio, man. for sure. Same wave radio, SWR. Yeah. Hell yeah. Check them out. Yeah, tap like in. Tap I'm in. definitely going to follow you. Music 24-7. We got curated playlists playing all the time. We have at least like two to three, four shows every single day, more or less. We post our schedule on our say, on our Instagram every morning. Uh, uh, every, well, I think Monday morning. And then we post reposted it on our story every morning. Uh, I just follow. Perfect. Same wave radio. Hey, and I got, I got the notification. 
Look at that. Connected stay people. tuned. Stay tuned. We're on. We're on the rise. He's on the East Coast. We're on the West Coast. We're knocking heads. Making connections. You know, that's what we do. All right. But um, yeah. I mean, y'all want to hop into these topics? Bet, bet, bet. All right. So I guess the first topic of the list. You brought this to the table. It's something you want to talk about. I was telling you on the last episode, we didn't really watch the Grammys like that. We just kind of tapped into a few topics that were kind of prevalent on the timeline. But you were telling me Taylor Swift won album of the year. Yeah, Taylor Swift won album of the year four times. I think that's record breaking. That's kind of wild. How do, how, do, how do you guys feel about Taylor Swift? I mean, it's interesting because we literally brought up the Taylor Swift Beyonce topic from um, what Shannon Sharp and Taylor oh, Johnson. Yeah, we've been, we've been, me and my boys have been debating that for a while as well. So, like, I get what he was saying. And it's nice to have another person to kind of talk about this with. But I, I get what Shannon Sharp was saying. But I mean, what me and Tevin were saying on the last episode is like, everybody listens to Beyonce. Boom. Even the Taylor Swift fan listens to Beyonce. But the Beyonce fan doesn't necessarily listen to Taylor Swift, if that makes sense. Yeah, a thousand percent. I feel like Taylor Swift caters to one specific type of archetype. And the archetype <laughs> is huge. It's like, a, it's like the biggest demographic, like... Like white people, yeah, white, women, <laughs> white white women and white adjacent women. Yeah, which is like, which is like, yo, that's like, that's a huge amount of America, but and that's why she like sells like crazy, crazy. But it's not necessarily like all of America. Yeah, or like necessarily like the quote unquote like culturally relevant part of America like necessarily. Like, <laughs> what were you saying down there, Tevin? I feel like the whole this whole thing only matters if it makes sense. So, just because you won an award album of the year a certain amount of times it don't mean anything if it ain't a certain type of artist so when you ask me how i feel personally i'm gonna tell you that it don't mean nothing because like what we said before with earn her taylor taylor um taylor swift's audience isn't necessarily the culture at least the culture that i identify with and the culture that i identify with is the culture that pretty much runs everything in my opinion so i don't feel like her winning a grammy really means anything because we all know that the Grammys can be skewed. Jay-Z just said it himself. My wife has most all the Grammys in the world, and she still ain't got album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't make sense. So I will say, just because Taylor Swift won a Grammy, that don't mean anything. Because in my opinion, Taylor Swift, yeah, she, she holds weight to that particular market, mm-hmm. but the mainly white people. Well, no, I was just saying, I was just saying it's, it's funny that she won a Grammy for album of the year. And somebody just literally just asked, and to kind of spark the question, spark the conversation on the internet about who's more relevant, her or Beyonce. And then it's like Beyonce also has the most Grammy, so it's like off that yeah. alone, it's like I mean, but it's crazy the most Grammy but no album of the year. That's like that's that how you know wild. the Grammys is like yeah, she has like what thirty like thirty something like doesn't she have like she has a crazy amount. It's like a lot. And the fact that not she's been winning them since the early two thousand, which is crazy. Not one album of the year, which is so again, I think there's only been like not first of all, brown people don't really win album of the year very very often. I think the last one, I don't know if we count Bruno Mars. No, he counts as a brown. So that person. was like twenty eighteen. I think before him, it was like maybe like twenty two thousand eight. With like, I was just looking at this. Like his name is like, he's Rick. like the definition of racially ambiguous. <laughs> Bruno <He's>, Mars. <laughs> Oh, a thousand percent. Because for the longest, I didn't know. I didn't know what he was. I'm like, yo, like, I mean, is he black? Is he didn't know what he Latino? Was. Is he Asian? Like, I think he's Filipino. I think he's Filipino or something like that. Yeah, but I he's kind of black. I, didn't know. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> it's gonna like, be. It's something. gonna be on a show where everyone agrees. He's been vocal like, about his nationality. No, nah, he definitely. He's definitely told people what he is. But I mean, I'm just like, I don't remember off the top of my head. But I was just, for the longest, I didn't know what he was. Like, is he black? Is he mixed? Is he biracial? Yeah. Like. 
Is he Latino? Uh, the Taylor Swift <laughs> thing, man. Congratulations to her, because people gonna say I'm a hater, but I just <laughs> when you ask me how I feel, I'm just like it's irrelevant to me because, like I said, certain Grammys don't even really hit when it when you know the certain person didn't necessarily like. I ain't gonna say deserve it. It just it hit different when you know another person should have probably got it. Just like how me and um, Ern was just talking about the whole Travis Scott losing against Cardi B. Like, don't get me wrong, that album was good, but. <laughs> Yeah, Travis I was lost to Cardi B. An invasion of privacy? I think so. And I'm just like, I mean, out of all albums that he has that should have won a Grammy, if anything, the only two he has would be Astro World and a close second would be Birds in the Trap. Birds in the Trap was too early in his career for him to win a Grammy off that. But Birds in the Trap I was going Birds... crazy. Birds in the Trap was going crazy in the streets. Astro World really held the Astro World. No, Astro. I mean, I'm saying Astro World was like you know what propelled him into the Travis Scott that we know today. Oh, Invasion of Privacy. That album's kind. That album was kind of crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a Travis Scott person, unfortunately. Me neither. Do. Okay. This is this is refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I'm also not the biggest Travis Scott fan either. But I, mean, I think like, I think Birds like Birds in the Trap. That was like I really fuck with that one. I like Astro World. I think as time is, I've liked I've liked it less and less. Liked him less and less. But like Birds and I, I fuck with that heavy. But no, uh, it might just be a situation where you just maybe outgrown Travis. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, I, that pro that pop. I think that might be because, like, I mean, he's perfect for like the the teenage teeny bopper and the early and the co- and the college student. Like, True, he's yeah. perfect for that type of energy in that crowd. But like, once you graduate from that space, it's kind of like, I mean, like, what am I? What am yeah, I doing? No, what am I, I doing at a Travis Scott show? Yeah, at that no, point, I'm it's just kind of like, like just... I'm going to a, I'm going to a Travis Scott show, uh, Travis Scott show still because I. No, they're definitely good. They're definitely dope to see. Honestly, I went to I went to the it wasn't his the last time whatever one had the roller coaster. Astro World. So yeah, I went. I saw that at the. I saw that at exactly. Like, I saw you know I'm not a, I'm not a fucking Travis guy. I saw that. I went to. Uh, I saw him at the Moda Center. I went to that concert. Did you go to the first one or the second one? Uh, he came out here twice that year. Mm, I want to. I can't. I can't remember. Um, one like of them. But I just know he had the roller coaster and all that stuff out. And honestly, the show show was cool, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I know the show was, ain't no way the show was ready. The show was, this show was lit. I have been to a Travis Scott show and I know he does it. I know he's a good performer. Uh, It was, and the thing is, like, I saw that show and I was like, all right. If I was how to grade it, like, at the time, I probably wouldn't like, oh, probably like an eight out of 10. But then the next week, I went and I saw ASAP Rocky show. Mm. Let me tell you. Like he doesn't have, he didn't have a roller coaster or none of that extra shit. But let me tell you, bro, that was one of the craziest shows I have ever been to in my but entire you could be life. Speaking of though. But no, just I don't know. I, maybe it is biased, but I feel like I feel like the crowd at the ASAP show and the in the uh, ASAP show and the Travis show they were equally hype. But ASAP Rocky had to do way less to get him there. Like Travis Scott had fireworks. Like, fire asap rocky <laughs> was like yo like, throw me some bras and this dude okay, got so like 200 saying, bras saying, thrown at him you saying travis came in with the theatrics od heavy od od heavy. was just you know just giving a good show was giving a he just came out gave a good show and the crowd was just like losing but it. i expect travis to do that though yeah i yeah. He's, he's, he's also he's but at the same time didn't he climb in a tree one time he's a lot he did he did bro he's a lot He's definitely an iPad kid. 
That's the energy I get. He was oh, definitely yeah, I've had kid energy. He was right? definitely a kid with had mad like silver teeth growing up. He was just <laughs> fucking baddish. <laughs> just a bunch of silver caps that like six year olds. <laughs> uh, oh man. But yeah. hey, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I again, I might just be a hater. I might just be a hater. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I just, think, I just think in general, most of us are just starting to kind of outgrow. Because I like, I don't, I don't fuck with Cactus Jack stuff. Like, I don't, I don't really. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't really rock with most of that stuff. Like, there's I'm not, only a handful I'm, of stuff. There's only a handful of stuff in the Cactus Jack collection that I even wanted. I'd say I, I, I wanted the fours. That's see, just because I just like Air Jordan fours. I wanted, I wanted the first like two ones. The all black ones. I think only only the all black ones were kind of fire for me. And the first sixes. That's about it. Other than that, I'm kind of good on everything Travis got. But would you wear those like today? I don't think I would. I don't. I don't think I'd. I think I'd. Lo- I'd want to have them. I'd be cool to have. But I don't think I'd wear them out. There's so many times I look at some of. The, I look at this one particular pair of Travis Scott kicks I still have left, and I'm just like, damn. Like I wish the swoosh were just fucking the right way <laughs> <laughs> like it's a great color but this is it's these, but this is swoosh being the wrong way is kind of fucking me up i don't need those extra eyes from all these fucking 14 year olds like all oh, those the travis scott's bro and then it's even lot. funny like speaking of that just like i guess this is this is crazy this wasn't even on the list of topics but now you're bringing it up like I don't know, but like even the, like the black cat fours, and this is kind of it's kind of relevant, to Travis, because like certain celebrities or certain people will wear a certain pair of kicks. I and have next those. Thing you know, those are fire. It's going for a rack. Yeah, I have I have a pair of those, um, and I went to go look. So I was like, man, I love like that's my favorite Jordan, the black cat four. Okay. Um, and then I was like, man, a year or two ago, I got I got them like on release the last time they released. And I was like, okay, fires wore them. I was like, damn, these are kind of getting a little. Let me see if I can get another, another pair. <laughs> Let me see if I can double up real quick. Oh, size ten, bro. It was like twelve hundred dollars. I'm like, what? Like that's how much like a like a a Chicago one was going for at one point. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's so funny you said that because like I remember back in the day when the Black Cat Four and the Pure Money Four first came out. I have the, I have the, my Pure Money's. It was like death. those were the equivalent to an all white Air Force One and an all black Air Force One in Air Jordan form. Yeah, and it's so crazy to see them go. I mean, I guess really you can blame Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky in like the mid 2010s for pop for pop, popping out with pairs of black cat fours. Then Theopolis London, but it's just like I think. It, I also I think part of it is just like it's just such a good shoe. It's like I mean, such it like such like people love that all black like suede. Like it's such like a yeah. And, but, and, and, but there's the not, and they're also not. There's I feel like it's only been released what twice ever. Yeah, but at the same time, oh. it's like we're not gonna sit here and act like it's more than the all black version of the Air Force One in Air Jordan form. Yeah, but yeah, but because it, it is the Air Air Jordan version, I feel like there's no other all black Air Jordan that is like as good as the that like or is like mm. as widely liked as like the all black. I think the fours are probably the best of the yeah, black cat series for sure. But I mean, it's just it's just funny because like they set OD heavy when they first came out, like they were just on shelves. If you wanted a pair, you could go get a pair whenever, basically. Yeah, that was only only one of the very few fours I was able to win. So <laughs> now you used to be able to catch them joints on sale at like Foot Locker and Champs back in the day. Those now, times are coming back. <laughs> now, if you if you hit StockX Goat, they're going for like a rack. They're gonna, I think they're gonna. Re- I think they're releasing Black Cat Threes next. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to have like a pair of Black Cat Fives coming too, but I don't really foresee those being that great looking, especially if Ooh. they black out the the icy sole. If they black out the upper and then leave the sole icy. Cool. 
But they black belt with you out. I have to see what those look like. The, uh, the Amaminier fives, those are really nice. With like the like, they like cut down the tongue. This made it like a lot thinner. Like the top, almost like the off white fives. It's funny, my friend. I uh, love. I love. I like those so much better than the normal ones. My friend Justin was calling those uh the Air Jordan Five lights. <laughs> I yeah, like, I like yeah, that. I, I like. I have the metallic fives and like they're nice, but like the the they're angles bulky. is so bulky. Yeah, they bulky. Yeah, sorry, you got to just sneak a talk real quick. <laughs> they bulky. But yeah, that's the, uh, I don't know, Taylor Swift got got a, got a, got a, got that album of the year at the Grammys. So, I mean, I guess maybe Shannon Sharp wasn't tripping for mentioning her. But at the same time, like, what metrics are you measuring her up with and by? That was like, that was like before, that was before the Grammys. Yeah, he was saying like, she's, uh, not, yeah, again, also, she's not, he was like compared her to Michael Jackson. I was like, that's yeah, insane. Yeah, that's a stretch. That's insane. Man, Again, wrong, e- like you said, everyone listened to Michael Jackson. He was popping before. Like, he was doing numbers before the internet. Yo. This man sold 10 million physical copies. 10 million physical copies. That's what I'm saying. Before the internet. What? That means 10 million people went to the store and bought a CD. It don't work <laughs> like that. You can't compare nobody to Michael Jackson, man. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not even... Like, anytime people try to compare... Regardless of his music, because we already know the music, but like I said, we're talking 10 million copies, bro. That's 10 million people. That's a lot of people to go to the store and buy a CD. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. He was doing this before the internet. So you had to actually, you had to actually hear somebody play his music and you'd be like, dang, I've done this enough to go to this, to, to get in the car, go to the store and go through the process of asking somebody at the store if they even have this product. And by the way, I said 10 as in, 10 times platinum. I think he went platinum more than 10 times. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Man, I mean, how many albums did he have, though? Well, I mean, I guess you can go platinum from singles, too, right? Hold on. Let me, actually, I can Google it right now. Singles can go platinum, too, right? Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just talking about Yeah, albums. singles can go yeah. platinum. But Thriller? Is that, that was the name of the album, right? I mean, yeah, Thriller, Off the Wall. Bad. Bad. Dangerous. Uh, I, I'm getting a little hazy when you get towards the 2000s, but what was the, what was the joint you had that came out in, like, 2000s that had uh, You Rock My World on it? Okay, my bad. I might have exaggerated. He he notched eight platinum. Okay, still, but still, that's a, but wait, didn't he? How many albums did he have? I mean, a lot. The thing wait, is, how many solo album, albums did I'm he talking, have? But I'm t- I'm only talking about albums though. I know how many solo albums did he have? I don't know. You just you looking it up? But he had thirteen number ones. So they still saying Elvis Pre- they still they're still saying Elvis Presley has went platinum the most. Though. Really? Is that man? That's how many? It's manufactured though. I feel like. It's gotta be because he's been dead for the longest, and ain't nobody bumping on Elvis Presley. Like exactly. That, I don't think. Do, do you guys know? Do you guys? Do you guys know Elvis Presley's song off the top of your head? You said what? The only ones I know are the ones he stole from other people. So it's like, is it really an Elvis Presley song? I came into. I know the Hound Dog. Ain't Hound Dog, but is, I think that's, that's the, song by someone else. Is it, it was allegedly like, that was some song that was some, not even, I can't even say allegedly at this point. I think it's like factually been proven that it was somebody else's song prior to him. What are they called? Well, called it's, a, it's called an interpolation. I, I guess <laughs> like so. That's Drake the term does. they want to use, but I mean, I guess they're saying Elvis has at least ten platinum albums, man. He has ten albums. Period. I didn't know he had ten albums. Period. But at the same time, think about the time frame though, where it's like, yo, like if you're on the radio, my bad, thirty. He has thirty platinum. Thirty platinum albums. Yes. How many albums? Taylor Swift has t- 10. 30, this man made 30 albums. I had, That's crazy. I had no idea I was But at the same time, they didn't have shit else to do back then, but listen to music and like throw don't rocks and cons and stuff man. like that. Like, All it is is listen to Elvis. A lot of this music, though, a lot of it. Luther Vandross got 15. 
I mean, but he's Luther. Uh, I mean, this list is literally the ones. Yo, scoot, oh, snap, scoot yo, up, yo, scoot up on your phone screen. You caught me that Aaron. Um, you caught me that Alabama record. They got fifteen. That way, that group. Yeah, that band <laughs> Alabama, they got yeah, so okay, so more context. I got this man an album that had um that was like that had like a Confederate flag on the cover or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I copped him an album that had like a Confederate flag or something like that on the cover. I was like, maybe maybe you can find something to sample for something he's working on. But long story short, apparently he's telling me they got you said they got fifteen albums that are platinum. Michael Jackson ain't even on this list, bro. Damn. Is it all white because people? Oh, no, no, you said Luther's up there. You said what? I said, was is it mostly white people? But no, it doesn't sound it's like it's a mix, but, it's, but because he didn't hit 10, he doesn't count. If, if it starts at 10, it goes up from there. So if, if he didn't hit 10 million, he's not going to uh, hit that list yet. So the 10 mark starts at Taylor Swift and goes up from there. Mm-hmm. Eminem is one of them at the 10 mark. Metallica, Mariah Carey's at 12. JT's at 13. I mean, there's some people in there. The Beatles at 19, but Elvis Presley at 30. George Strait is the second. He's 24. Who would have thought George Strait? I didn't know these people made albums like that, that many. That's I mean, crazy. It ain't, it's, it's not about how many albums they made. It's about how many times it went platinum. Oh, so like one of his albums went platinum 30 times. Or I a mean, couple see, of... That's, that's the thing. Or just... I, I need to read more up on this because I don't want to get the wrong information. But the list is saying this list shows the artist with at least 10 platinum albums. I guess that does make sense because you can't have an album go like double platinum or triple platinum. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Ten so, times platinum, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So I don't necessarily think it's that many projects. It could be. Each yeah, that's what I think. I was thinking he made thirty different projects. I had I had no idea. No, so I was thinking for a minute too, but I was Elvis like, wait, was never mind. I have heard, like I have heard the term like double platinum, triple platinum. No, he went platinum. That just means that a million people basically bought his stuff. Crazy. More than a certain amount of time. So yeah, 30, 30 total. Drake ain't even on the list. And, I mean, that makes sense. Though. Everything's well, actually in hell now. Nah. Because everything's streamed now, but at the same time, like, Drake got the machine behind him. How many? How many yeah, like, if you notice, all these people are people that kind of like. Because even Taylor Swift, well, Drake was around when CDs was around too, but I mean, yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. Taylor Swift do hold some weight now. She is on this list. And she's probably one of the youngest, which means a lot. That says a lot. I think she literally is the youngest in this whole in that whole list. I mean, I've been saying for the longest, and like, she still makes that, like, teenage music kind of sort of. So it's like. She's gonna get that demographic. Yo, dude, yeah, she's the youngest. Dude, she's the youngest on the list, which That's means she's probably the youngest platinum-selling artist that with the most, with like with the with the most platinum albums. Because I don't even see nobody. I don't. She's at ten right now. She's not even done. Yeah, Taylor Swift. She has her. She has her demographic. That's just locked in. They no, played. She re- that. And she didn't. She didn't. She re-record some of her albums. Like, yeah, some of her that's the craziest like, thing. Yeah, years ago. Yeah, she's like she's re-recorded like three or four of them, and then those things go platinum. So I don't know. Maybe it is a little bit of a caveat. Her saying they have she has ten platinums because some of them are the same album re-recorded twice. Yeah, but it's called like Taylor's Way, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a it's like a I don't know. I don't know if we would call it a deluxe. I think, also, I think she redoes all the all the songs, but they're pretty much the same songs. And this is another thing that's got me curious. If it's not physical, I'm, I only want to count physical albums. I don't want to count streams because you know they count streams now. So no slight to Taylor Swift, but she crossed over and also into the digital world. So I don't know what all those platinum numbers are counting as. I only want to talk about strictly albums. That 10 million, that 10 could be 
including streams from oh, singles. Oh, it definitely does at this point. Yeah, no, oh. I don't think I don't think she's selling ten million. Physical. So the only reason why I'm bringing that up is because the rest of the list is people we know sold physical copies because they came from that 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 era. So it's we know that Mariah Carey really sold physical copies. I know I know Taylor Swift did too, but again. She, I know she also goes platinum with singles too. I'm sure because a lot of people go platinum with singles. So in today's age, based off the streams, which is completely weird because I don't know how they go by that. I don't know what metrics they use because yeah. how do you go platinum with a stream? That makes that's just weird. I don't know. They were saying it takes because it takes it takes a certain amount of, amount of streams. streams to even make like ten thousand dollars. You got to yeah, get like hundred thousand streams to make like ten thousand dollars. I think all that's manipulated. They just make up their own metrics for stuff. And I, I, th- I think that whole streaming thing is very skewed because, like, those numbers ain't no way those numbers are accurate, bro. I really think that the system that's behind that, they just kind of do what they want. It's funny. I mean, Russ was – there was an interview with Russ talking about this actually with um, kind of breaking down how stuff works with Andrew Scholes. And this, I mean, if, you, if you've done any type of, like, paid media, it's kind of the same general, general concept. Like, yeah. If some shit's already kind of moving, if you put some more money behind, it's just going to balloon and then eventually – explode so i mean it's not as deep as everybody thinks it is people just be manipulating shit in the back end but it makes sense because these record labels and stuff got to protect their investment that stuff's manipulated i know i know there's no way around it it's like because it just it's too much of the unknown with that and because we don't control it we'll never really know nope yeah unless you start your own streaming service (laughs) yeah but uh she was speaking of speaking of um I don't know, I guess things that move the needle. Shannon Sharp just recently released his episode with Monique. Did you watch it yet? I was listening to a little bit of it actually. Was and it good? It was it was pretty straight actually. I mean, she wasn't saying anything crazy. It was a good conversation so far. I mean it's three hours. Well, she's gonna get into it. I know. I only made it halfway halfway through. <laughs> but you know how Twitter do we would have already got some we already would have got some clips by now. Yeah. No, it, it literally just came out today. Oh well, we should move Twitter moves fast. We would get clips by now. I'm hit, but I'm saying I also haven't been on Twitter since it came out. Um, but I guarantee you, if I if I if I if I search like Shannon Sharp, Monique, something's probably up there. Somebody yeah, also has to make it through a three hour interview and then go back. No trade on Shannon. I just hope clips. that people don't make. Guess it like just released a couple hours ago. You said what? Did it just release like a couple hours ago? It's only been on the internet for I want to say like well, it's only up for like maybe like six hours at the time that I discovered it. Bad. I, mean, I hope people don't out. make a habit of hopping on here just to like be controversial just because Cat Williams did it because I feel like that's going to be a trend a trend thing now. I mean, I don't necessarily think people are going to be able to for con- doing, uh, doing it from a controversy standpoint. I think they're just going to use his platform to say all the things they can't say on national TV. But it does make sense for Monique to step up right after all this hoopla, but it's like, at the same time, it makes too much sense. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like... I mean, she was saying would... in the interview that she had she had issues with a lot of the same people that Cat brought up in his, uh, in his so that interview. that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And she was also, she was also challenging people and, and you know, asking them, to, not necessarily asking themselves to the plate, but kind of asking themselves to the plate. She was like, yo, like, if y'all want to have a conversation, we can come right back here to this couch. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, you completely skipped over one of my text, my text messages, though. <laughs> What'd you say? You ain't never respond. What, what you talking about? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me go look at the text. I'm going to, I'm going to reiterate it. All right. <laughs> you see it? No, I can't see it. You can't see your text. I mean, I'm not looking at my text messages right now. Just tell me what you're talking about. No, nah, the whole thing with Drake. Oh, yeah. I mean, we said we was down to talk about that. I just ain't brought it up yet. 
Oh, that's just funny because I, I, I texted it to you. Because, bro, like, I ain't gonna lie. It's just like so random. And you, you know, it's one of those things where you can't avoid it even if you don't want to. So it's like, this is all people been talking about right now. So I'm kind of like, yo, like, can we, can we, like, I personally don't want to talk about it, but at the same time, it's news. So it's like, I mean, it's, it's funny to me. <laughs> you say what? So it's funny to me because I never thought, I thought he would be the last person I'd ever, that's, that's <laughs> I would ever that's see with something, with, uh, with some news behind them, like leaking, about, about them leaking something on the internet or about them getting leaked on the internet. I'm like, he's. But did you hear what, you hear what he said, though? Well, who, Drake? Yeah. Nah, what did he say? Yeah, what did to he it? say? He's trying to be funny. He said, uh, I wasn't hiding uh, my meat from the world. I was hiding the world from my meat or some shit like that. Oh, my God. Thankfully, for his kid. Yes, man, stupid. <laughs> At least you're making light of the situation. That's funny. Nah, that is funny, man. Hilarious. Because I didn't know about it until I saw something from uh, No Jumper hit my timeline. I was like, I read the comment, I read the caption. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was. I and then literally after I saw that post, I saw like four more and I was like, oh shit, this is real. Caught him slipping, bro. <laughs> nah, I mean, allegedly, but allegedly. Uh, nah, because they, they were saying that he sent it to. I mean, supposedly a girl leaked it. Of course, that's how it goes. So, like, or somebody on some. I'm just surprised it happened. But I just think it's funny because, it, like you were saying, it's so random, and I didn't, I didn't expect him to be out of be the out of all the people. It's just so random. Yeah, like, no, he's literally the last person I would have expected that to happen to. Honestly, I'm not. I'm I'm surprised it hadn't already happened. I feel like when you're that famous, it's only a matter. I mean, of... he said it in a rap. He said something in a rap already, where like if something leaks, something we going. Yeah, I feel like when you're that famous, like my mind, I'm, su- I'm surprised he is never like no no girl, especially if he's out here sending videos like like I'm surprised no other girl has ever like leaked that no, shit. Right. Hey. Does everyone else like Chris Brown got leaked? Everyone, I'm feel like most Chris Brown got leaked. I'm pretty sure Chris Brown's got leaked like multiple times. I don't I know. I feel, t- like, I, I feel t- like there's Tiger leaked him. So, I mean, Tiger had OnlyFans, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my thing is though, it's Tiger like, leaked himself. Yeah, <laughs> and you like sending pictures. It's like it's inevitable, man. It's like it's it's gonna happen if you keep doing that. This is what it is. Yeah, no, nah, that's funny though. But it's it's in real time, so I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I, I thought I was because like when I was hearing his name pop up at first, I was expect I was expecting it to be something Grammy related. We're talking about the tour, the the you the, said what? the next the they second. Oh, I'm not surprised. You're going to get memed. you Drake, too. And you Drake. That's what I'm saying. You're getting memed. There's no way around it. Oh, the memes are hilarious. So I haven't seen too many of the memes. I wasn't on social media. I feel like long. for the most part, no. people, are, people, are like, people are... I feel like this, this, is, this isn't hurting Drake for the react. Like, overall, I don't think this is hurting Drake in any way. <laughs> I don't think he cares. If he made the joke that you said he made, he definitely don't care. No, he don't. Yeah, it's whatever to him. He's still I mean, getting in the bag. It depends on what type of person you are and who you are as a man. It's like, like I just look at myself, put myself in them shoes. Like, if it happened to me, I don't necessarily want everybody to know my stuff, but it's like, it is what it is. Like, I don't got nothing to hide necessarily, so I mean, screw it. Hey, it's on but the internet now. <laughs> the thing, the thing that, that, that sucks is that you got family. That's the part that's weird. I got family. I got cousins and nephews, and that's the part that is <laughs> weird hey. you know what I'm saying that's when it gets tricky she's gonna show up Thanksgiving like shit happens <laughs> you live in a world where people don't have no respect like for example I guess I can't use me as an example but I would just say yeah I can't use me as an example because I'm obviously not going out of my way to look for that but I feel like regardless you could be somebody's family and see something on social media and look for the simple fact that 
I don't care if that's my family. Like, people are talking about it social media. You feel me? So imagine being famous and you got to go back to the, the the to your family to a cookout and your and and everybody done see you on social media. Like, bro, that's shit just, happens. That's not a good look. When if I'm Drake, shit happens. If I think if you're Drake and you show up, I don't think anyone's I don't think anyone's bringing it up to you. I don't either, to be honest with you. No one's coming to you because like ah. Yeah, it's just like a make it's like kind of made a couple weird eye contact with like a couple ants and shit. But other than that, I think people just push <laughs> past. <laughs> I think that's like a awkward, bro. You have to literally, you like it's just the family thing, the aspect of like knowing that you have family that could potentially see that and you can't control that. That's hey, the part that only fans like, girls get over that get over that hump every day. So I don't know. Yeah, but they did that. That's crazy. <laughs> Play Drake. That Drake, shit is weird. Drake can make it work. Hey man, like he said, he he, he was hiding. He, he wasn't hiding it from the world. <laughs> he was hiding. He was hiding the world from it. He was hiding. Wasn't hiding his uh, the world from his meat. He was hiding his meat from the world. That's that's a crazy. crazy that's quote. a cr- crazy statement. Yeah. Sounds wild. I wasn't hiding my meat from the world. I was hiding the world from my meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, what's the next topic yo the next topic and this is something you actually brought to the table the whole Nicki Minaj um, Megan Thee Stallion thing oh yeah oh, it's been like yeah, right. the whole big beef between Nicki and Megan I think they, they released diss tracks to each other it's pretty pretty rare you get like back and forth diss tracks like that I, mean, um, we really seen, I don't think we've really seen it since the whole Drake uh, Meek Mill situation at least not from this caliber of artists Actually, no, I'm lying. Drake Pusha T. Oh, yeah, Drake. That, yeah, that, was, that was the last one from my recollection. Nah, what was the last? Uh, oh, nah, it was Pusha was T, Jim one? Jones. That was, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that, yo, Jim Jones, when he he did a freestyle. Yo, can I say something real quick? Yeah, what's, what's up? up? I ain't gonna hold you because you asked me about the thing with them two, and it's weird. I hate to like, like completely like not talk about them, but if you want to talk about female rappers, bro, I was just in the car today mm-hmm. and I heard somebody. I've been hearing his name a lot, but I just finally heard her. Bro, Lola Brooks is hard body. Lola Brooks? Yeah. Yes. She's the one. From New York, bro. This girl that don't play with it, don't oh, play yeah, with yeah, it, don't play okay, with I, it, don't okay, play yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I have that song in my Serato, actually. She was snapping, dog. Like, I heard this song. I was like, who is this? Was, like, it, was it the don't play with it song? It's called uh, Play Don't Play, play yeah, with it. Don't play yeah. with it. Bro, play with it. Yeah, that, was hard. that song's been out since like last year. Yeah, that's like all a year old. That's my that's my that's my with the drum. That's why when you mentioned when you mentioned the name, I was like, the name sounds familiar, but I'm like, I can't put my finger on the song. And I said, don't play with it. Was like, it was a line. She was like, hundred bands, hundred bands. You you don't fuck the hundred dudes for hundred bands. I was like, man, that's crazy. Yo, the only reason why uh brought her up is because I'm gonna keep it a bug like. I don't even listen to Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion ain't really been doing nothing for me lately, so I like they that whole beef is irrelevant to me. But Lola Brooks, she got my attention. Shout out to Lola Brooks. <laughs> I feel like no, she, she, she hard. The video she for hard that song it. is tough too. Have you seen the video I'm for it? I'm gonna start looking because I've heard I've heard a lot about her, but I never listened to it. Have you have you seen, have you, have you seen what she looks like? I've heard, I've heard I watched an interview with her, but I've never listened to her music. Have so you I've seen heard it? Of, you know, oh, so I haven't like, seen the, you haven't seen the video then. Probably that video went super viral like, like a dope. year ago. Yo, I just the energy was so crazy and what's wild is like the video and the, the energy in the video was even crazier. It's been a conversation. Got dirt bikes and shit. Oh, a lot of people don't really. <laughs> they on the block. They in New York. Like, um, 
aggressive female rappers, but I feel like I like an aggressive female rapper if it's done right. And like she was just the energy was crazy, and, she, and in her voice, she got that deep voice, but it's got like it's not Glorilla deep, but it's still deep. <laughs> it's not Glorilla deep. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cause she got like this good gutter voice to her. It's like a, I don't know something about like it's she got a vibe to it. I'm I'm instantly a fan. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Lola Brooks. No, like, she's tough. I haven't heard anything from her outside of the um, don't play that. Yeah, that's that's like, that's like, one of. I've heard a couple of her songs. That's definitely her best song. But she has some. She has a couple other. She has a couple other ones for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hate to take away from them. But I just, for me, I, I, it's irrelevant. That beef is irrelevant. I don't care because like Nicki I mean, Minaj. It's very relevant. I'm no. I'm saying irrelevant to me. Like her music don't. I haven't dove dove into that whole situation. I know about it. I've heard but heard about it from the outside, like other people. Like I honestly didn't know they had. I honestly didn't even know they had an issue until this thing popped up. But it seems like it's been spanning over the course of some years now. At this point, but Nicki Minaj always got issues with somebody, though. This is true. I think it's just the case. Like it's like the it just stems from the Nicki B Cardi Nicki Nicki Minaj and Cardi, Cardi B, B thing. Like Meg Meg is obviously with with Meg is with Cardi B. Like that's their little team. Like Ice Spice is with Nicki now. So now they got this little like, now it's like the fucking two on two tag team Yo, battle. They're just dissing each other back and um, forth. Old heads versus young heads. Lotto, ain't Lotto beefing with somebody? Lotto's beefing with Coyle Ray. That's that's completely separate from these this this what? whole thing. <laughs> bro, all the, everyone's beefing with everybody, bro. That one is random. They they've they've actually been like rapping about each other and shit. Lotto and Coyle Ray. Mm hmm. Interesting. Honestly, no. I think also Lotto and Ice Spice are also nah. That's who I was thinking it would be. I think Ice Lotto Spice and Ice Spice are also beefing because I think Lotto put Ice Spice. Uh, yeah, no, she heard, did a freestyle and then Ice Spice was in the background. They were playing an Ice Spice video in the background during like some specific line or some shit. Yeah, and I heard that you did that that fart. Song yeah, is, that's is that. supposed to be about Lotto. <laughs> and that's what she sent a subliminal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the Lotto video that she was having, like Ice Spice playing, Ice Spice video playing in the background of like whatever freestyle she was doing, and then Ice Spice released that last song. You right. think you the shit, shit. bitch? You're you not even the fart. fart, huh? I've been going hard. That yeah. I can't even hate. Like, it's you'd play that shit in the club. Great madness, madness. Have you seen it in a club environment? I have. I heard over the last past weekend. Let me tell you, it's a. Them, that's one of them ones. One okay. of them ones. These young kids never cease to amaze me. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't be in the, I don't be in the clubs like that. Oh yeah, I feel like there's there's a certain certain songs that are just like you can't really. I wouldn't like. That's not the kind of music you be listening. You should be listening to at home, like in their house while you're like cleaning and stuff. <laughs> but like, here. it's like that's like that's some that's outside music for sure for sure. No, yeah, I mean, I haven't, heard, yeah. I haven't really seen it outside in in an outside environment yet. I don't really want to choose a side, but if I had to choose a side, I'd probably go Megan because I'm not a big Nicki Minaj fan anyway. Okay, I'm a big Nicki. Mm. I'm indifferent. I, don't I, mean, I like I like Nicki before. I like Nicki when she was in New York. I'm indifferent. I like Nicki when she was with Gucci. I like them all. I've I've always been a big Nicki fan for sure. For sure, she's definitely the best, greatest female rapper of all like, time. Like I'm talking like instead of our time or all time, all time. All time, I don't know. Point blank, period. It's not, it's not even. It's not even close. I think because I was like a little Wayne. I was a huge little Wayne growing up, and then when Little Wayne introduced Nicki and Drake, I was like, okay. 
Uh, ever since the, like link that kind of linked up, I've always been f- always fuck with Nikki heavy, heavy, heavy. She's to... nice, bro. She's nice with it. I'm still marching a little. Kim. I think the whole pop thing, the that when she went big pop, that's when I kind of like I said, I like sucker free Nikki. I like that raw. Yeah, like, when she did go, when she went pop, that was kind of where she lost me. Exactly. Personally, I think that album. If you really listen to that album, there are it did, did she did go a little pop, but there is like in there, there is still like. Some very hard raps, like, like the same Pink, time. I still heard Pink Friday too, all the way through. Yet, there's only one track I like off of uh, one of her albums. I think it's the Pink. I think it's either Pink Friday, Pink. I think it's Pink Friday. Uh, there's only one track I like off that. Pink Friday came out in like 20. What year did that shit? Ah, there's a couple. There's there's some there's some slaps on that. Was Pink Friday the one that from that was, I think that would have been. It's the one from, no, or is Pink Prince the one from 2010? Pink Pink. I don't remember the year. I can't remember. Let me see. But there is a there is one track on there that that's, that I fuck with. I know she's in Call of Duty right now. Oh, I got you already know I got that skin, bro. Come <laughs> you got on. The Nicki Minaj skin? Oh, for sure. I don't even be playing Call of Duty like that. I just had to go and grab that. What does the skin look like? It's her wearing it's a her. pink like bodysuit with pink hair. Hold on, <laughs> Pink Friday was twenty ten. Yeah, and bro, I'm pink surprised print was twenty fourteen. You said Pink Friday was twenty ten. Pink Friday was twenty ten. That was her very first. You don't even play Call of Duty. She got the Call of Duty the replacement brand deal, whatever you want to call it. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, that's she was she was pretty pop from her first album, but there's some zero. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is in uh, Call of Duty, and yeah. they got Twenty One Savage in there too. I know they got Twenty One Savage. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Snoop's all been in the lot. Was in the last one too. I mean, if I were if I were a pop popping rapper, I, I'd definitely be in the game. I'm like, yo, put me in this game. Yeah, that's dope. I can't be mad. And I need her myself as a skin. <laughs> And you're like Chief Keef in one of these. Like they should put, they should put Chief Keef. They should put Chief Keef in the game. Put Chief Keef. Put NLE Chopper. Something crazy. <laughs> Chief Keef, NLE Chopper. And be a young boy. That'd NBA be young crazy. Boy be they, they had a, a post that went out not too long ago. I feel like, like that's just, his demographic. Young, young, uh, I think, uh, damn, what am I drawing a blank on dude's name? Yeet, Yeet was in there. Yeet was in the was he young, No, he's not really in the game, but like somebody made like a, a mod. Oh, uh, fake? Yeah. They, they did Yeet. NBA Young Boy, Lil Uzi Vert. Uzi would be funny. I can't remember who else they did, but I think it was five people. That's Uzi crazy. Uzi. They got 21 Savage on Call of Duty. Right. Every time, I, every time I'm playing the game and I see him on there, I'm like, yo, what the heck? Like, this is a mind fuck. Like, seeing Nikki is crazy. Playing against someone who with the Nicki Minaj skin, that's crazy. I don't know. I was tripping when I saw Snoop for the first time. That was crazy. But it's crazy because they have, they have like the, they actually, when they actually make like the call outs, like yeah, the emo voices, call outs and stuff, yeah. they actually have their voices in there. So you'll actually hear their voices in the game too. And it's like, yo, this is a trip. Well, speaking of skins, I heard they're bringing Power Rangers to Fortnite. I'm surprised there's that's, that's not already there. Yeah, they're bringing Fortnite. That's uh, mad surprised they don't. How, how have they that's not had a, the power? That's what a the wild fuck? brand. That's a that's a wild brand uh, brand collaboration. They no, power Rangers in Fortnite. Fortnite character you could think of. Almost. But I think that makes that makes so much sense. I feel like I'm so surprised they have. And there's like five no, of them. You can sell each it. one. That's crazy. I'm just like they've yeah, done everything. They have they, they have Goku in that shit. The Power Rangers ever have guns in the TV show? Yeah, yes, they yeah. have. They, they have definitely have guns. They got Superman. Yeah, yeah, they have man. Superman in no, that. No, one shit, of the one of the Power guns. Rangers did have a pistol, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think they they all had like have... a ray pistol type situation. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh yeah, then one had like a sword. I know someone yeah, had, had a sword. sword. I guess it depends on like which uh, generation. Because there's, I think, like space force. Space force. I'm pretty sure they all had. Our guns. generations, they had it. Because I remember getting the action figures and he had a little gun holster. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. I feel like one of them. One of them definitely did. If not. All of them. You're right. Dang. All right. 
SPD, they that's definitely wild. had guns because they were just cops. But at the same time, though, like, I mean, that still feels weird. Power Rangers, Fortnite. I feel, like everybody, I feel like everybody. I feel like everybody it's just does. Weird, bro. I feel like it's everybody just does Fortnite though. Yeah, every, they have all these crazy skins. It's not surprising. It actually makes a lot of sense that they would do this because they're just gonna get every character you could think of. But what I'm saying is though, like, I don't know, man. This could be honest. I gotta look at that because this would be crazy. Is like, like which generation? Because there's so many different Power Rangers too. That's fine. Like, they can probably have like they can probably they'll probably the have like every which we'll say again. It's the original Power Rangers, like our generation Power Rangers that they're putting up. Which one's the original? With like the the fucking Ours, lights on bro, their head with the like the the less tight fitting uniforms. <laughs> if that makes it sense, the ones with the with what the, you mean with, with the, the less what you mean the uniforms were kind of tight fitting, but they weren't like super skin tight. If that makes sense, they were skin tight, bro. Bruh. There was, was the one like, I feel like they had. Like, they oh like yeah, perfect. they weren't like it wasn't like perfect. Like the mighty like Nike, the mighty Nike Morphin fit. the mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, let me see if I can Where they made the black Power Rangers a black guy. Honestly, yeah. And the, the yellow Power Ranger was always an Asian person, which is actually kind of crazy. Well, I mean, it was well. basically wearing tight suits. That's what I'm saying. But they weren't like spandex tight. Like they had some like wrinkles and shit. Like, bro, I, the, I know what you're talking about. Look, at, look how loose that is on the green guy. <laughs> now, nah, there is one that there was like a season that there was even more form fitting suits. I feel like there's one they were even looser. It's more like the White Ranger. They could have got some more form fitting suits. Y'all gonna get y'all gonna is it this one? Nah. Yeah. Uh, nah. nah. That's that's the that's the one that everyone knows, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. That's the one we grew up with. Yeah. That's why I was like, what generation are y'all using? Like Bro, the, what, oh hold on. You say that's the one we grew up with. That's the that's which like that's the Mighty Morphins is the one we grew up with. I know. But they had different gen- they had like different spinoffs and stuff like as as time. I know. Went on. I'm trying to remember Turbo, which generation this fucking was. I just remember they all had like their helmets had like looks like fucking like lights on like almost like Jeep lights. Fuck, I can't remember. What year is this from? Like early 2000s? This is early. This is probably late 90s, early 2000s. Which one? It's like the the helmets had like little like almost like the lights you put on like a Jeep or like, like a floodlights almost. Almost like a floodlight. Oh, you're talking about the headlight looking thing. Yeah. Which fucking which generation was that? Listen, I watched pretty much but since, was my older brother, since my older brother stopped watching Power Rangers and Pokemon and stuff, I stopped watching that stuff. <laughs> Turbo Power. Yeah, oh, Power Rangers Turbo? The, the original. I do remember Power Rangers Turbo. I didn't watch it, but I remember it. I didn't like Turbo. Yeah, Turbo. Yeah, that was, they, that's when they had a movie. They, yeah. did, they, did, they did have a movie. Yeah, they had a whole movie. This I one didn't was, watch that one, though. I watched more Ivan Ooze. Cause yeah, this exactly. is the one with the <laughs> the red range. This is like the first one where the red ranger was black, big fire. See, I and was, the blue ranger was like a little kid, but then when he transformed, formed, he was an adult. That's weird. It's because like Power Rangers is actually a crazy thing because like back with Power Ranger, the way it works is like all the all the scenes they do when they're like in the suits, yeah. all those scenes come from like Super Saiyan or whatever, like the the Japanese version. And pretty much what they do, they take all those clips, they bring in English actually actors to do like the helmet off stuff, and they just like put them together. What? So like all literally all like the action scenes are already all done. Like there's like the in Japan like this so season the, the is like action scenes are Japanese people. Yeah, the action scenes are Japanese people, and like because like 
the, all the action figures are Japanese people. All the people you see, like, when they have their helmets on, because they're always flips, completely... flips and shit. Because if you watch Power you'll never see them, like, doing shit and then just instantly take off their helmet. It's always going to be, like, a separate scene. Like, it's definitely going to completely you cut You do have a point. Budget. Yeah, that's how... Yeah. So, like, that's why when they brought it to America, it's, like... It's probably one of the most like profitable move, like TV shows because they don't have to. They, pay, it's they, very minimal. Exactly, they don't spend have to spend any money on like the special effects or it's like any of the actions or any of like the stunt or anything. They just need they just need to do the, all the dialogue stuff and then and just make sure it together. matches up with the fight scene. Yeah, and just <laughs> make sure they the make sure like lead up to the fight scene and then that's pretty much all you got to do. So Power Rangers is a finesse, basically. Oh, super finesse! Damn. But like this show exists in like Japan, but it like. To make it American, they like, they just like, yeah, they don't have like the Japanese actors. That got me going up memory lane, man. I miss being a kid. That's my movie. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, All right. Like, that's literally my movie, man. I remember every little, every little part of that that movie. That was always that was a highlight to that movie. Ivan Ooze. The last, the last Power Ranger that movie came out honestly was, wasn't bad at all either. Because you got to throw, throw the slime in the throw the slime in the parents' face, right? Did you watch? Did you watch the newer version? <laughs> I did watch the newest Power, uh, Power Rangers. It was solid. Was it good? Yeah, it was super good. It was like definitely a more like adult. I don't oh, know. It felt like it one? aged correctly for like how old I was watching it. Like I fuck with it a lot. I, I think I, I went into it. Watched it. I probably should. I haven't seen it. I think I went into it super like super on my hater shit, and I think I think it definitely won me over. I was like, man, I was like, was Ivan Ooze in it? I don't think so. <laughs> they should put him in there for the one time, for the one time. I always remember that one chick. <sighs> Wait, what's up? What's up? What's dude's name that was in um the the tube in the headquarters? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Was he in it? <sighs> what's his name? He Zeldon? he's he's in the yeah. Uh, he he Zor- Zoron Zoron something. But he, he I'm pretty sure he's in the new movie. Man, I remember. I remember the Power Ranger movie when he died. Yeah, they go to that little rock, that little rock formation or whatever, the little headquarters at the rocks, and they go into the little building. They go crazy, into a little crazy sciencey center with a little glass tube. That joint fires up, and their leader talks to. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta go. And then they turn into yeah, little color. They turn into the little. They right. They do that. Bum, they turn into little color rays, <laughs> and they fly off. Yep. They have, yeah, it. they have that little transition where yep. they change into their suits and then yep. then this com- Japanese actors. And they turn into the little beams of light and fly off into the little distance. And they magically teleport to wherever the hell they're about to go fight some <laughs> evil evil set. And then boom, we got an episode of the Power Rangers done. And we just found out that they just gotta do half the work now. Cause like Yep, nice and easy. They let they let the they let the Japanese people do the work for them. So there we go. And that's how you cut corners. You know, just some white Yo. guy, he just saw that shit in Japan. He's like, well, I should take this to America. And I know we probably got topics, but we're talking about TV shows. And, like, there was this TV show when I was a kid. I can't remember it. I probably should Google it. I probably sound crazy because I'm trying to describe something I barely remember. But there was this TV show back in the day, man, where it was like these people was inside of circuit boards. Do y'all remember anything familiar with that? I know. I know. I think I they were like, what? Was, was it a cartoon? What network was it on? And it was like, I don't know, like but it Fox was like, kids some, like or some superhero shit. type shit. Am I tripping? Um, they what? would go inside the circuit boards and it was like the circuit board was like a whole nother world. And they were like, were they kids? They were like in these robot looking things. I got to Google this shit. This is, well, were they, do, you know, do you know, do you know, do you know if the characters in the show were kids though? Were they kids? I don't remember. I'm about to Google it. Hold on. I feel like I know. I definitely don't know what show you're talking about unless you give me a name. I feel like I see it in my head. It's a great Hold on. 
making great for great. Yeah, uh, I could never explain it. I don't remember the name of it. Hold on, I'm thinking. Of, I think I might have found it. No, I didn't find it. I lied. Yeah, no, nah, it's not ringing a bell to me. I just the thing is, I, I, this TV show has been on my mind, and I don't know how to describe it in Google to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I just vaguely remember certain things. It's a fever dream. Interesting. I feel like I feel like I know. Uh, it was kind of like low budget, but it was still cool. Was it animated? <laughs> was it animated though. No, it was real. It was like oh. they would use. It was like they were real people, but they would go inside these circuit boards. So it's on some like Honey, like, I Shrunk the Kids type shit? No. It was like a mix of like, they would get inside. Like, you know how Power Rangers would get inside that little robot thing? Yeah. Was, that's why I reminded me of that. It, it, and they I had would to get like, into one of these? They would get into some type of device and, and shrink down and then like go into a circuit like they board? Were going, they would go on the circuit board. The circuit board was a city or something or something like that. And like, they would like get oh, inside of like some suit. No, circuit City is a fucking electronic store. That don't exist no more. I was gonna say Circuit City. That sounds that no, sounds like a crazy <laughs> movie. It was crazy, and it was it specifically for kids. I think it was a kid show. Nah, couldn't could not tell you, especially if it was like a real life with real life kid actors. That's I don't remember, cool. but it's crazy because trying to find the name of a show to not know what it is, and you were as a kid, I could my whole everything could be off. Like my whole perception of what I thought I saw could be completely different from what I think. Interesting. Oh wait a minute! I think I might have found it. What is it? Hold on, if I can correct, if I can, let me hold on, let me make sure I'm looking at this right. I think it's called Reboot, bro. Called a Reboot? It's called Reboot. Let me make sure I'm looking at this right. I think it's called Reboot. I know I wasn't tripping. I'm looking at it right now. I could be tripping. Don't, bro, I could be wrong. I know this ain't it, ain't it, ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't okay. it. This is it. Nah, this ain't it. That looks familiar, though. This yeah. looks familiar too. This Reboot. This looks. I ain't gonna hold you. This <laughs> does look familiar. This does this look looks familiar. This looks super, super shitty though. Because <laughs> you know, I was a kid, so you know what the things you see as a kid might be. You, my perception may be off. No, nah, that's fair. Hold on, let me look at the overview. Reboot. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think that's <laughs> it. Huh? I don't think it's it. It's not because it's animated, and it wasn't animated. Like. There was special effects. I gotta find this show now. Sorry to get you on attended, but no, you I gotta find this show now. Well, but yeah, but while 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 he's looking for that show, exactly. we gonna we gonna exactly. we gonna move along through this uh, list exactly. of topics. You know, it is Black History Month, and you know we've been trying to do our due diligence to make sure y'all know some shit about Black people. So basically, this next one we're about to highlight, we're actually highlighting a woman this time. Her name is Marie Van Britten Brown, and long story short. Everybody that feels safe and secure in their homes due to the fact they got a ring camera can essentially thank her because she created the first ever home security system from a video standpoint. So we're going to learn about her. Bet. It was the third break-in that week. Marie checked the windows again. She worked late hours as a nurse and was concerned that her home would be burglarized next. Her husband, Albert Brown, an electrician, also worked irregular hours and wouldn't come home until much later. There was nothing more Marie could do. She locked the door and hurried to catch the train for her night shift. It was 1966 in Jamaica, Queens, Queens. New York. The police were extremely What kind of slow electrician works nights? You said electrician? The ones in Jamaica, Queens? So the people of Jamaica, Queens had to make do. Neighbors fastened metal bars on their windows and kept big dogs in their backyard. It was getting gully out there. Still, the burglaries persisted. <sighs> Apparently, I'm not the only person looking for this TV show because I'm on Google right now. And somebody else brought it up. One Saturday, she sat down so I'm not and began tripping, sketching man. her ideas on paper. What do you think, Albert? 
Do you think it's possible? Albert was enjoying his day off, and Marie had appeared with a stack full of sketches. Hmm. Albert had Everybody's saying the same thing I'm saying, impressed. bro. This is a Look, good yo, idea, listen to this, y'all. Bro, we trying to listen to these black history facts. It's never yo, but this is funny because it's like... Why not? Let's get to work. What I said was exactly what they're, what they're saying. Okay. They literally just said that the TV show was somewhat of a ripoff of Power Rangers. That's why it reminded me of Power Rangers. When we was talking Power Rangers, I was like, this show reminded me of that. What's the name of the show? No, that's no one's people have been asking trying to find the show. The I, same thought you, bro, I thought you stopped us until you found the name of the show. <laughs> Are we good to keep running this black history fact? Go ahead, man. My bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I dead ass thought you about to tell us you found the name of the show. No, man, I'm trying to find it. My bad. That could be affixed to the front door. It would have four peepholes, and through these, a motorized video camera from the inside could view visitors at different heights. The camera was connected to a television monitor inside. A microphone on the outside of the door and a speaker inside allowed the occupant to interrogate a visitor. While an alarm could alert police through radio. Closed circuit television, also abbreviated as CCTV, was invented during World War II for military use. It wasn't widely used in the 1960s. The Browns decided Yo, to it. use this technology to create the well, hold first that thought, modern security system. They filed for a patent in 1966, citing Marie as the lead inventor. The patent was approved three years later. Marie and Albert were ahead of their time. In the 1960s, the cost of installing an elaborate security system was too high and it didn't take off. It wasn't until 2005 that companies regularly began For real? offering CCTV yeah. to residential customers. Nah, that's not, I feel like Ring hasn't been around for that long. Yeah, I'm just saying CCTV didn't really become like regularly available until 2005. Marie received an award I thought it was around since I was like regularly available since the 90s. And her patent has been cited in 35 U.S. patents. The home well, since um, I can't hear the audio, can y'all give you a little recap? Of business in North America, it's expected to triple by 2024. That's so sexist. A woman, a woman alone. So we just learned about Marie Van Britten Brown. She essentially made CCTV available to the wide public, if that makes sense. So it sounds like the military had access to it in the 40s, but she took what they had in place and brought it to the masses during the 60s, after working on it during the 60s. That's your recap. A black woman from Jamaica, Queens. Bet. A little known black history fact for y'all. I just unlocked a childhood memory, y'all. I've been thinking about this show forever, and I finally actually was able to find it. And it's crazy because I only found it because people on Reddit are asking the same question. And then somebody was like, I think it's this show. I just Googled it, and it's this show. What's the name of the show? Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. What the hell? From 1994, <laughs> bro. Super, superhero what? Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. This show was fire. I'm not going to lie to you. It was dope. Y'all don't remember that? Nah. Not even, like, the images don't even look familiar? Nah. <laughs> Yo, I just, Bro, this, this is fire. crazy. Dope. Do you know this is literally the same, 
maybe I might be tripping, but this character looks familiar though. The character is Ultraman, which is like that's what, what yes, yes. <laughs> the yes, character yes, is super, yes, is super, yes, is yes. definitely Ultraman. Um, yes, yeah, yes. What the heck? So it might be the same vibe well, where they where they cut, where they take like it's the not, live action versions Ultraman. from they Japan like versions. It's and like they, a knockoff of Ultraman, basically. Yeah, I'm like, I definitely know what Ultraman is. I'm like, why does this look so familiar? Yeah, I guess they probably do the same thing that Power Rangers Power Rangers does and takes like the Ultraman show, takes like their like all the stuff when he's in his like mask and shit and pair no, that with right. like the US That's actors. Why show, That's why the show ended. I just re- did my research. It said that the show only ended because they ran out of Japanese. Yeah. Wow. Boom. And, right. and it said that the show was actually a popular spinoff from Power Rangers and they said it did good and it only stopped because they ran out of footage. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not going to do that shit ourselves. So <laughs> in case I ain't got jobs oh, yes. tomorrow. Basically, it might not go exactly the way I remember, but it was like these kids and they went inside like a virtual world. And that was like the little as Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot, but that show was lit. Just the logo brings like memories. Yeah, no, I've never seen that shit before. Think about all the TV shows we forgot. Like now, where, like, where were you even watching that? What kind of? Where did you grow up? The same place I grew up. That's why I'm like, where, that's why I'm, that's why I'm like, where is he getting this from? Like, what TV? Okay, show was talking do? about this at school. Do you, what do TV you remember show? VR Troopers? You said VR Troopers? No. Yeah. Something else I gotta look up now. That's what I'm saying. Like, first of all, how old? Okay, how old are you guys? Maybe, maybe we're just all. Uh, are we? All, are we all about the same age? I mean, we're thirty. She's thirty-one. I'm about to turn thirty-one. I'm 20. I just turned 29. I turned 30 this year, though. So we're pretty yeah, much the same, same age. age. So, so I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what. VR troopers. You don't remember the VR troopers? Again, this is again. This is the exact same. This, this looks, looks like, like the exact Rangers, same bro. thing for the third time. Just a bunch of people taking Japanese footage and just like pairing it up. Like, this is the same reason I didn't really watch Digimon like that. I'm like, this is like literally a substitute for Power, not Power Rangers, Pokemon. Like why am I gonna watch nah, that? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie though. I was. I you guys ever watch uh, Metabots? That sounds familiar. Metabots what, with Meta B. He's like the silver robot. You like? He's like a little like probably like a three four foot tall robot that you like. You command and you make them fight each other. This looks familiar, bro. Metabots. That sounds familiar. Y'all remember Beetleborgs? Of course. I was just looking at a um. I saw him on Instagram. Somebody was talking about that. The action figures was cool. I used to like the toys. <laughs> this is like similar to Power Rangers. <laughs> Beetleborgs. <laughs> oh, it does. What are... I have not... You guys are like... Uh, these yeah. are guys like you're making up words right now. What the fuck is a Beetleborg? Nah, <laughs> I mean... VR I, Trooper, Beetleborg, Super Samurai Spies. What are... I guess another question for you is like... Do you have... You have older older cousins? That you were no, like... I'm like the... I'm the oldest out of like pretty uh, much my entire see, family. Okay, <laughs> I got like I grew up around like eighties babies, seventies babies. I so show like, you Beetleborgs. Not Beetleborgs. Just stuff, but I mean, like, there's just a lot of stuff that they cartoons and stuff they grew up on that like bad. They think I'm not hip to, but I'm like, yo, this is the stuff that y'all were making me watch when I was around y'all as a kid. Like, yeah, I, I've I always been had the yo. So I'm like the, the, I've always the been only, oldest. The only TV show that I ever liked. Like from the eighties that I grew up list watching in my childhood was the Muppet Babies. The Muppet Babies was fire. I feel like I remember that. It was late eighties, and and it, they played a little bit of it in the nineties, and then they stopped. So like we caught a little bit of the late eighties stuff. But like, I like Muppet Babies, bro. Muppet Babies was dope. 
Yeah, I feel like I definitely remember Muppet Babies. It was basically, it was the Muppets, but they were like at a daycare. Yeah, it sounds it sounds familiar. Muppet Babies used to hit, man. It sounds familiar, though. Muppet Babies. I can't mm-hmm. confirm that I, you know, 100% remember seeing it, but it sounds familiar. I know it's like all the Muppets, but in like little kid form. So right. Was that like a TV show? I didn't know. Did the Muppets have a TV show or were they just movies? No, Muppets they had a TV had show. Every- Muppets had everything, man. They had they've been movies. There's TV a shows. lot of stuff that's Muppets that people don't even know is technically Muppets. Like the Muppet like, anything Jim Henson is technically Muppets. Exactly. That's his signature. This the Muppet is literally just his his signature puppets. That's how I look at it. Basically. Yeah, but now we're about to hop into this uh I guess the the fun part of the uh podcast where we share y'all some share some music with y'all. The last episode of the Muppet Babies was in nineteen ninety one. It started in eighty four, so yeah. Okay. The name of the song is uh the first one is um Young Y Yoke. Alright. Put the tip put it on, put it on screen so I can see it. I got you. Alright, so the first video we about to run through for y'all is uh by it's an artist out of New York named Young Y and it's called Yoke. You playing it? Yep. Blood on the steps, hundred dollars on the floor. Why's it feel like a test? Don't ask me what I spend on the Avarex. I'm underground getting industry checks. It was lies inside the history text. How I get inside the party worth the offer, so we call it finesse. Yo, this shit got. Hey, yo, come on. You just gonna talk off me, shit? Fuck with this track. It's pretty smooth. It's not the set song I initially wanted to play for y'all, but I don't even know if y'all, I honestly don't even know if they have the video on this YouTube channel or not, but posted it on his IG and I called the other day and I was like, this is dope. It was called Uchi Wally. It's smooth. If I got to play this for my parents and they wouldn't complain about the beat, off the, off the beat alone. It's funny, he dressed like he in the 90s though. I like that ass to his whole. You know, aesthetic. Make it classics, I don't need an award. I'd rather take a check. I make the moves. Ah, oh, hold on, that's all I got. <laughs> that was smooth. That was Young Y, um, Yoke. The next song, I'm gonna actually, I guess I'm gonna do this Eric Boderic track next. Um, what was the name of the song again? Uh, La Style. Eric Boderic, La Style. And I think it's one, I don't really think I even have to go far to even find it. It should be, it should be up here. Yeah, yeah here we go. There. All right, so the name of the song is Eric Boderick. I mean, it's by, well, the name of the song is Lay Style, and it's by Eric Boderick featuring Corey B and Dobleon. I hope I'm saying that name right. There we go. 
put you on camera too since you're technically here you said he's from portland yeah this is this is a him though which one is eric but Derek? he's the uh, oh, I think I know him. He does this thing called like live he's, he DJs too, right? He DJ, yeah, he does. DJ yes, we follow each other on the gram. I know, bro. He does this thing in like a van now, like this video series. It's pretty dope. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Hey, yo, Tevin, mute yourself. Yeah, we can hear feedback from ourselves from your phone. Him right there with the glasses on, right? Yeah. Because when you gave me his name earlier, I was like, why does it sound familiar? But like, he don't look familiar. I don't recognize him. Yo, okay, my bad, y'all, because I was kind of um, who are you playing right now? Who's the artist? Eric Boderick. The name of the song is Lay Style. Oh yeah, Eric yeah, cool well, well, Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, I know him as a producer. I want to say this. Is, I want to say this is what I'm thinking of. I could be thinking of somebody else. We met him before, bro. That's what I thought. That's why I feel like I met him before. Yeah, me and you both met him. He produces. We met him at um at the uh, at the coffee shop. Dude, dude, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah you can okay. call him. I do. Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I thought it did. Yeah, I only know him as a producer. I didn't know he rapped. Yeah. But that's not him. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's actually that. This guy is not him. I was like, that's not him though. Yeah, sure, Honestly, yeah, maybe sure, maybe yeah. he did just produce this beat. That could be it. So I've never seen this video on his page. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just a producer. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not seeing him in this video. I'm pretty sure he's a producer. Like, I know he's a producer. I've never seen him do anything Because he's always cooking up on the ground. Yeah, he definitely is. So it could be his beat. But yeah, shout out to him for sure. Is it probably his song he just worked with the artist? Mm hmm. Cause it's, it's his song, right? I mean, technically, it's listed on. Well, there he is in the background, right there. He's in the green jacket. Oh, the song. Hey, we, there he goes. Hey, are we getting a reverse? There he is in the green jacket. Green jacket, yeah, bandana glasses, with the Rolling Stones shirt on. Yes. Okay. There he is. He is in the video. Okay. 
Alright, so the next song in the, in the I guess not really next song in the playlist. I mean, all this stuff that we're featuring in this from a music standpoint will be in the jam sesh. But the next music video we'll be featuring is by an artist named Geo Genesis, and the song is called Shoot for Something, and it's featuring Tyre. I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, this is like a nice little I met this dude. I I went on I DJed a tour of, um, for the homies Boca and Dante. Um, and we met this dude in show when we did a show in Chicago. Super, super cool, super, super talented. She looks like somebody I know. I definitely do not know her. Yeah, shout out to this song. We needed some more R&B vibes for this. I like this video too, it's clean. Yeah, it's super shot, super well. You know where he's from? Uh, Chicago. Pretty sure. Oh no, never. That was New York. That's where. That's where he lives. That's New York. Yeah, that's where. He, that's where he met him. Oh, so you said you were on you were on tour with them. Yeah. Got you. I thought you were saying he was on tour with them and they were performing out here and that's how you met them. I didn't realize you went to New York with them. No, no, yeah, we did like we went on tour with that girl Wynn. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Belkin talked with her openers and I was their DJ. How was that? That shit was crazy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. It was crazy, yeah. Fucking think we did nine shows in like twelve days or some shit. Okay. Driving all up the East Coast and across the entire. Went from the start from Atlanta all the way up to like Baltimore, one other stop, New York, and then we did a cross all the way, and then we drove all the way back to Portland. Did like Chicago, St. Louis, St. Paul, uh, Denver, Salt Lake City. One more stop in California, maybe Bakersfield, something random like that, and then back up to Portland. Mm. 
That was a yeah, that was so much. It was a hella low budget tour, so we were just drove ourselves. We rented a rented a van, which was pretty solid. We got a nice, good sized van. That's what I was gonna ask. Everybody just like a tour bus or something like that. They, they had like, like a Sprinter van. Like she had a Sprinter van with her, like with her crew, crew of people, like five or six people, and then we had there's four of us: me, Dante, our videographer, and me, and we had like a minivan with like with us four. Well, shit, how I know you were on the tour? I mean, we were trying to like come through and like take pictures and interview some of the local artists during the portland leg but oh shit yeah i, I don't think they we reached they out didn't, to, we reached out to her manager they didn't perform in the back. portland leg so they did we did so she didn't perform out here in portland she did she did but uh boca and dante mm, weren't the openers for the you, portland okay. one okay. uh she did like first she did a couple shows in uh l in california she had a bunch of shows in california with three-way half and then we picked up right after their texas show and then we did Atlanta, and then all the way up East Coast and across. And then for Portland, she had That's I can't remember who she brought up. I'm surprised y'all ain't y'all ain't pick up from like Texas and then go back to Portland. Yeah, it went. They did California down. They did like two two, uh, two shows oh, in Texas. So she started. She started in West Coast and made her way to the East. Exactly. It was okay, like a big right, circle right, and then up. And then I was thinking it was the other. Across. I think I thought I thought I thought, the, I thought I heard you say it the other way around. You started on the East Coast and then went. No, no, no. Yeah, she started. We started in Portland, but yeah, we flew and we met her in Atlanta. We did a show in Atlanta. And y'all just like rented a car, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. And my parents live in Atlanta, so like we flew over there. Really? Yeah, and we stayed the stayed the night with my parents, and then. How long your parents been in Atlanta? My parents moved. My parents are from Georgia, uh, but they moved back like maybe like four years ago, four or five years ago. Okay, all right. Yeah, they just moved out recently because they just bought a house out there. Yeah, my parents um, were at one point talking about moving to Atlanta, but they say it all the time. And they, my, my, hey, my parents said that shit forever growing up. And then eventually, after I think after me and my brother left to college, um, they were like, all right, let's, let's get this let's, let's fucking boot. So, yeah, I mean, they, I they got a little house out there. I trip if my parents moved to Atlanta. It's nice. They, my parents live like probably like 40 minutes outside of Atlanta in like the small suburb, but it's hella close to Atlanta. And like, that's where most of my, a lot of my family, most of my family is. Which, um, which, uh, part of the, which part of Atlanta are they in? They live in like a place called Winder, which is like kind of like Northeast of Atlanta. Um, but yeah, I have like a family who lives like all around Georgia and all around Atlanta and stuff. So okay. we usually go out there even like most summers. I usually spend at least a week out there in Georgia. Then most, and then mother half, other half of my family lives in Jamaica. So then we have to go to Jamaica every couple of years and see all them. So okay, I'm like the only person on the West Coast in my entire family. <laughs> just me, just kicking it. Nah, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, man, we about to, I guess, hop into this jam sesh. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam session is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Earn One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll back.